All right, welcome back, pool fans from across the country and around the world. You're listening to American Billiard Radio. Today is our special 100th anniversary show, or I should say the 100th show anniversary. Maybe that's a, that makes more sense. Today is December the 10th, 2015, and we're here in Las Vegas at the 2015 Moscone Cup, and it's just wrapped up. Of course, uh, you probably know already that Team USA did not take the title this year, but we had a great event, very dramatic, lots of good play on both sides. I am joined by Mr. Mike Howerton from AZ Billiards. I am joined also with Mr. Mark Cantrell of our Legends and Champions Report. How you doing, Mark? Good, thank you very much. All right, how did you guys enjoy the, uh, enjoy the proceedings this year? It was a good event. Uh, you could easily say that, that Team USA outperformed the expectations of a lot of Railbirds. Yeah. Um, you know, they lost 11-7. There were a number of matches that could have gone either way. I'm never a proponent for blaming losses on roles, but mm, days yeah. one, two, and three, Team Europe just got roll after roll. And now it, it added, it evened up a little bit today. You know, there were a couple of shots today that that went Team USA's way, but don't get me wrong, it wasn't the rolls. The rolls no. did not beat Team USA. That's true. Uh, the shot clock got to him a couple of times, uh, especially yep. Skyler. I, I thought he was ill-prepared a couple of times for the shot well, clock. For that last one, for sure. But there were, there were other times when it happened, and yep. that's really where you need to give credit to Team Europe. I, it, it was noticed a number of times, especially in the Scotch doubles, that mm-hmm. when, let's say, if Mark was up on a shot, which if Mark and I were playing Scotch, it would be much better if Mark was shooting. <laughs> you know, I would be the one telling him, you got 15 seconds, you got 10 seconds. They were always aware of the clock, and I don't think that was, that was such, such uh, as obvious for the American players, especially mm-hmm. Skyler. They were doing a lot of thinking, yes. Yeah. Uh, Skyler, I thought, outperformed everyone's expectations. Absolutely. I mean, I was watching today thinking, man, if I could have five Skylers, I'd put them up against any Team Europe. Yeah. And that's pretty scary when you consider who the rest of the team was. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah, you've got so so many um, players uh, that were like Corey and Mike Duchesne. Mike Duchesne. Uh, I, I, I wish Mark I, I was here, Mark Wilson was here, uh, because he, he's good at those stats. So he, he likes to run off the numbers of how things work. Right. Because everybody says, Mike Duchenne has to be on the team. He qualified to be on the team. So he it's did. an alpha question whether, whether he should be on the team or not. But it seemed like Justin Bergman and Skyler outperformed the guys who were, it's a, you know, we've got the young guns and the new guys and then we've got the veterans up here. And they're both out. What, what, how do you explain that? I don't know if it's an explanation. Right. And last year, it was, it was Mark making the picks. You mm-hmm. know, everybody on the team, Mark picks them. Mm-hmm. And it was based on, you know, who he thought were the best players, but also who he thought could come together as a team. Right, right. This time, it was based on performance. I mean, that's how Mike got in. Mike earned his spot on the team. They, they all earned their spot. They did. They yeah. all earned their spot, technically. Because if you you got the, the, the top three, which was uh, Shane, Mike, and Corey, right, and then tied for fourth place, uh, well, uh, and Justin deserved to be on the team because of his, well, he was tied for fourth first right. of all, right, and his last run at the U.S. Open, 
There's no doubt you can't you can't say he shouldn't have been on the team. He shouldn't have been a pick. Right. But if you pick him, it's right that Skyler Koskala is in exactly the same spot, tied for fourth. Right. And and so, you know, the team was the on paper the best team per the ranking system that That's right. could have been picked. That's right. If Mark Wilson hadn't picked Bergman or Skyler, who would he really have picked? Yeah. When you when you look at who could you really have picked different? Yeah, I mean there's, I, a, there's names out there you can throw out. But. Oh sure, we could talk names all day, but I don't see those players. Yeah, I think the risk paid off. I, and personally, I think Justin and and uh, Skyler both. Now, whether he had a crystal ball and knew that ahead of time, you know, obviously we don't know that. But boy, I think the investment. This is the best. That, is a risk. This is the best result in two years. Three? Is it three or two? Two or three years? I think at least the last two years. And it, so it's getting better every every time, and maybe it is a learning process or a, a curve that. The, the players have to go through because right. next time if it's the same team again Skyler and Bergman are going to have even more experience and mm -hmm. know what more to expect right. Right. Uh, but this point is it just the fact that Team Europe is more experienced and got the edge on the USA team mm -hmm. uh, yeah. it's a good question is, is that, is that you know, if we face facts is that what it is Mm, you know, it's hard to say. I think with 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 this format is what I think. You know what I mean? If it was we were playing a different, uh, if the format was different, or if the game was different, I think we'd have a whole different set of results. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we could start tomorrow and play four more days and have a completely different set of results. Well, that is true too. That's very that's very true. Very true. How many times did you go hill hill? Oh man. Four or five? Oh God, at least. At least I could, at for sure, five times for positive. Yeah. I know that for a fact. We had a better record in the Hill Hill matches, though, didn't we? That I don't know. I'll I have believe to, we I'll did. have to look at that. I'm not really sure. Um, but, like I said, we, we know the results. Uh, and I think that um, it was a pretty, I mean, I don't know, Americans are probably going to hit me for saying this, but it, I think it was a pretty accurate reflection of uh, the talent levels on both teams. Do do you tend to agree or do you uh, not? I, I don't think Mark could have gone. I don't think he could have gotten a better team. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. Do we feel like the scores reflected how we performed versus really how we performed versus they, them, or was there flukes that make it look like it was worse than it was, or it was better than it was? Did we deserve seven? We did. You take away the rolls, we lose eleven eight, eleven nine. Yeah. I had I had eleven nine in the back of my mind the whole time. Either way, on any, on either side, I, don't, I didn't think anybody was going to take it by more than two. You know, if some Americans come with their A game, which let's face it, they didn't for whatever reason. But there's a couple Americans. If they come with their A game, we win this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Europe did not play like they've played in the past. They were not an unstoppable juggernaut. I, right. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. So uh, in that case, maybe we do have a good reflection of uh, you know what people, the level that people were playing at all week. Like like Mike said, we, you, play again. Let's start again tomorrow. Yeah, and and I, I bet you it'd be a whole yeah, a whole different way. whole different set and of results. Because the USA team does have a certain unity to it that it's not had before, and that's mm -hmm. you know it's 
the, the tandem, the bean span, and how the, the ballpark uh, village and sure, you know, sure. the, the other things, spending that time, right? By Thanksgiving, they've sacrificed some things to, to be around each other right. and, and do what they've done. So, you know, the, the unity maybe is what held them together and kept them pushing. Sure. I, I, I went into the, today thinking this is uh, probably going to be over really, really quick, depending on the mindset. But obviously the mindset they had wasn't oh, to come out. Yeah. It wasn't to come out and say, you know what, this let's is almost impossible for us yeah. to do. Right. Let's just go through the motions. Roll over and play they, dead. Yeah. Yeah. They were fighting and kicking and screaming. Yeah. And one, who came out after Shane? Justin. Justin. How'd he do? Well, he did up and he did awesome, awesome during that whole match up until the last game. What is that that was the one when he choked on the what was it the eight ball and left eight nine for. Oh yeah, yeah. We've how many times have we seen that? That's what I mean. That, Dennis that. Hatch did it a couple of years ago. Oh yeah, um, you know, I, and I think that when you're in that spot, that's a it's, scary it's spot. crunch. It's like we're either it's still in this you miss or we're out or you're done. Right. That's we, right. You know, we, and, and your whole team and the whole this fans are behind you, and your family's watching. Oh, and yeah. the cameraman's rolling up right up at your face, holding that sucker, watching you make your shot. You know, while you're I trying mean, to aim. We've played league, and we've played for a team of four other guys, and, and maybe a couple guys from back home. We've never played with our country behind. Uh, us. Yeah, yeah. Or like I said, a thousand fifteen hundred yeah. fans and a cameraman all over the place and everything else. So. No players. It's uh, yeah, no, it's a whole different thing. Well, that's good. I mean, I just wanted to get y'all's feelings on uh, all what went down, and I also wanted to take the opportunity to thank you guys for participating and for contributing and being such awesome co-hosts and media representatives and promoters. Uh, I, I could not choose a better group of guys to work with on the show. So thank you, Mark. Thank you. That's nice of you. Thank you, Mr. Mike. Never I would really think send from that. <laughs> <laughs> I would think Allison, but she's probably uh, not. You know, she's probably watching TV at home. Right now, so. um, anyway, and thank you to the fans, obviously, for supporting us for all this time. And uh, we, you know, we don't always hit a home run, but we always try. So uh, thanks for tuning in for our 100th episode and we will catch you guys again next week thank you welcome back everybody to this week's edition of american billiard radio this is our special 100th show anniversary edition and uh, the moscone cup is just wrapped up unfortunately we don't get to take the trophy home this time but uh we're talking to Coach Mark Wilson about how things went. How do you feel about it, Mark? Well, I feel like uh, in a lot of ways we won. We, we definitely made an impact. We've uh, taken steps to improve the sport. So it was a small win. It wasn't really the win we had our hearts set on. Sure. Well, you know, uh, do you feel like the, the team learned anything this time? Oh, 100%. You're always going to learn because they're all avid and invested. They sure. worked hard behind the scenes. They worked hard not just only on their pool game, but also in resurrecting our sport here domestically. And uh, they all bought in, and that really provided some team unity that is maybe, you know, most of these guys have never worked an eight-hour job. Right. And so right. we worked hard for a few days, and, and they rebelled a little bit or maybe were less than 
enchanted with that concept. Sure. And the third day, I saw some unity, and then I thought about it a little further, and I thought, no, these guys didn't see unity. They just submitted to their fate because they knew I'd be relentless about pushing them. <laughs> but from that, it's like war prisoners. You just see them with their head down eating, like, oh, my God, he's going to make me do it again. You know, but, but then it all helped. It yeah, made a difference. It did. You know, it so. did. There was some cohesiveness, I think, this year that, wasn't, that, that mm-hmm. was lacking you know, in other years before. But... It was a good song. I mean, the, it, the roles went both ways. You know, there was lucky shots for both teams, some slop shots for both teams. It, it could, if you had to put your finger on one thing or, or, or you know, a couple of causes, can you uh, quantify what went wrong, so to speak? Sure. Or? Yeah, oh, yeah. There's metrics for, in place for that. The one thing, you know, a lot of times people would watch this and say, well, the Americans didn't get that many lucky roles. But you can't control that. And irrespective of that, we had enough times at the table to win. We, sure. It was our unforced errors. And now, um, probably when you look at the metrics, they made, going into the day, there were 73 balls ahead of us. I don't know what the, I didn't see the stats yet, but I will. Um, they also had a decided advantage in the kicking game. We had made uh, probably 20-some kicking errors, and they probably had nine mm-hmm. you know wow and yeah. oftentimes it either resulted in a loss or a ball in hand but sure. ultimately resulted in a loss sure. we outbroke them again this year we, we did great break wise and uh, you know to their credit they they hung in there tough too because the, none of their players played their best game at all sure. the old sure. darren was down and i think you know to our credit you saw skyler and justin emerge Mm-hmm. They are the real deal. What about Skyler? Wow, I yeah. mean, his performance was was. Uh, I, I don't want to say unexpected to the extent that nobody expected him to play well, but under these conditions, first time around Moscone Cup, that was pretty. He did pretty amazing job. Yeah. I think you might have said it in a previous interview that most rookies fail first time out, and uh, but Skyler was. He's got the kind of makeup. He's not concerned about what people think. Right. And right, he's right. just going to play his game, and he doesn't try to impress you. That's not him. He's here to have fun and play some great pool. Sure. That's just what sure. he did. And then, but I think Skyler, being a rookie, maybe overshadows Justin's performance. Well, yeah. He was our best player. Justin you know, did Justin very Herman well, too. Led yeah, the way. Well. And uh, it, the way he's matured, I couldn't be prouder of him on every front. Um, he led by example, and he picked us up a big match last night against Darren Appleton, and it was a crucial time. I said to him right before the match, I just wanted to make sure he had his head on, and he just looked at me in the most non-egotistical, straightforward way and said, Mark, I got this. Good. And uh, it, it was it was convincing. You know, It wasn't like he was just saying it to bolster his own confidence. Sure. He had this. And so uh, extremely proud of him, and the way they both lost today, 5-4, the... Uh, it was like dying like a warrior would die. They, they, they didn't lose. They just ran out of time. Right, 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 mm-hmm. right. No, there was definitely some, some fire in them yeah, today. Right. For sure. Absolutely. Couldn't, couldn't be prouder of them. And, you know, going into this week, I, I told a number of people that over the last two weeks, Skyler and Justin playing the best pool on the team. No matter what anybody else's titles are, I'm saying this last week, <laughs> that's my man. Yeah, they did. They did well. That's for sure. One thing that I noticed with Skyler more than any of the other players he, honest to God, looked like he was having fun, no matter what the score was. Right. I mean, there was a, a time yesterday where he was even teasing his partner, saying, you know, stop that, stop playing so good. Oh, yeah. Is that something that 
that you can breed in the team to, to do away a little bit with that, that pressure that, of course, mm -hmm. they all feel. But, I, I mean, it didn't seem like anybody else was really having fun. Uh, well, I wouldn't say that. I mean, Justin Bergman has fun. Well, uh, yeah. For sure. He's relaxed. But, <laughs> but some of the guys that do it when it's money-oriented, when you come from that background where money is your driving force, then it's not fun because there's pressure to perform and you're playing against great talent. But when you just want to go out there and measure yourself against the best in the world and see what, what the heck's going on here, mm -hmm. that's when the fun, that's when it really becomes a sport at that point. Money should be secondary. It's just that oftentimes it's been bred into the American pool player that money is the primary thing and the measurement stick for how well you do. And, and players who have been playing for 15, 20, 30 years, they don't have to prove to themselves where they rank amongst the best players in the world. They already know they're some of the best players in the world. I mean, this was kind of a coming out party for Skyler. Yeah, it was. Do you have stats? You're a stat man. Do you have stats on how Skyler did versus the rest of the team? We, uh, we hired Pat Fleming as our uh, uh, stat technician and coach. Mm -hmm. And so every day we get a briefing on what happened yesterday. And while some of the stats um, regarding, like, uh, say, safety play or something, are not wildly relevant in a short format, but the cumulative of the ball totals, scratches on the break, uh, production from the break, amount of break and runouts, um, you know, would they you are. Say, would you say he, Skyline, ended up being the, on paper, the second best player on the team? Because I saw him every time yeah. I see him, he seemed like he was yeah. just doing well. Yeah. And and to be honest, and we talked about this before on the phone, and I, you know, maybe I don't know a month ago. And I've spoke about on uh, the radio show before. Skyler was the one I was concerned about, and I said cause, just because of inexperience and right, his age right. and everything right. else that he might not. And it was short, but right. I also it wasn't said, just you either. I also, I also said it's going to. It could go two ways. He could either just go out there and because of his age, throw a band into the wind. I'm just going to go and enjoy myself, and that you know. You know, when you're that age, maybe you feel like you're invincible, and that was going to help him, or he was going to go out there and be really, really nervous. Right. When I saw him, when they first came out, for day one, when all the teams came out, they've just put their cases up next to the before the introduction. Oh yeah. The crowd went mental. Skyler has never been in that environment, and I saw his face. And he looked at Corey and he went. <laughs> like that, and, and then, well, you can't see on the radio, but yeah, right. he, pulled, he pulled a, oh my God, what's going on face. Yeah, like, and wow, oh, what did I just walk into? Yeah. Well, is that is that going to be make a difference? And it didn't. He obviously, he did, he did really, really well. He yeah. surprised me. Let me interpret that facial. Uh, <laughs> it was not that. It was like, oh, baby, I love the limelight. Yeah, like, this, is, this has got it here. And, yeah. And, and if you would have played the music, uh, Roll On 18-Wheeler, he would have never lost. No way. <laughs> you know, he never loses that song. In the practice room, we always put that on when he's playing a crucial set. And so that's his song. Like some Alabama. Yeah. Some old school yeah. Alabama. All right. Good. All right. Well, Mark, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, good showing for the team. Obviously, you know, a better outcome would have been funner. But uh, obviously, you guys did a good job. So uh, here's to you and the team. And, uh, heck, keep it up. You know, keep up the good work. And, on to London, and I want to thank you. On, to, yeah, on to London, and uh, you know, and the, and the junior stuff in between. So, all right, we'll talk to you again soon.
All right, welcome back everybody to our 100th edition of American Billiard Radio. I'm sitting down uh, with Amir Pishtad, Lieutenant Commander, U.S. Navy SEALs, retired actually. Thank you for your service, sir. Thank you very much. All right, it's good to talk to you. So we're here on the final day of the Moscone Cup, and uh, you know we're running a couple of games behind, but you know it could still go either way. First, though, tell us how you got involved with Mark and the team, if you don't mind. I do not mind. A number of years ago, way before the, the Moscone Cup team uh, appointed Mark as the coach for last year's t Moscone Cup 2014, sure. uh, Mark met me on a social website called NavySeals.com, mm -hmm. where I was mentoring, and I've been mentoring, uh, under the name Frogman80, hmm. to ins help answer some of the questions to help inspire young men to, that want to become Navy SEALs okay. uh, to understand a little bit more about it and, and show them the positivity about it. Sure. Mark interacted with me and told me that he's coming to San Diego to uh, participate in the, one of the judges in the women's t tournament that was going on there. Okay. And he said, I'd like to meet you. And I said, well, listen, better yet, how about I take you on a tour of where the complex is and we talk about what it takes to become a Navy SEAL. Yeah, yeah. From that conversation that we had and that day we experienced, Mark sat down and wrote a book and included in his book called Play Great Pool, he said and dedicated a chapter to me to, uh, about what he learned and he's applied that information to the team from Moscone. Very good. I always leave friends of mine with an ending conversation that should you ever need me, I'm only a telephone call away. In early 2014, I got a telephone call, and sure enough, it was Mark Wilson. And I said, Mark, how can I help you? As I answered the telephone. <laughs> and Mark says, I need you on a team. I'm putting together this team. We're going to go to England. Awesome. And I said, I'm in. Awesome. And, and from that point on, here we are in 2015, the privilege of, again, mentoring the team. Absolutely, absolutely. How has it been working with the, with the guys? I mean, now, I mean, I, I know your answer is going to be great because it's working with a great bunch of guys, but, but was it easy? Was it hard? Was it inspiring? Was it sad? Was it? Uh, no, it's always been a positive experience. Uh, I'm always trying to uh, take any situation that may be, look, my many other people look as, as if it's a, uh, a very negative, negative thought sure. to turn it into a positive thought. Right, right. And the, when you're working with some individuals who are at the top of their game right and and they've been selected by a coach or the process in which they've qualified to be there to represent a common cause um, the only thing you have to do for especially for individuals in the billiards profession is to get each other share their secrets of how they play with each other right right and, and that <laughs> all is you not have to, <laughs> right. you say all you have to do <laughs> well and it's not difficult no it's, it's not difficult if you're an expert <clears throat> at what it means to be a team sure let right. me give you two examples of what i just yeah, said that's true i happen to be privileged to have been in class number 80 that graduated in january 24 1975 we started our hell week with 19 guys we finished our Hell Week with 19, and we graduated our training with the same 19 guys. We're the only class that's ever done it. All right, now let's talk about a negative attitude turning into a positive attitude. 
At any moment in time in training, you will always be cold, wet, tired, and miserable. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're cold, wet, tired, and miserable, and you're in a push-up position, and you're shivering, and your feet up up on a berm of sand, and you're shaking, and you've already done maybe 60 push-ups, the instructor will say these words. Gentlemen, you're not getting up until somebody quits. Now, instantly, everybody who's listening to this conversation is going to go like, oh, my gosh, who's going to quit? But I guarantee that no one that's listening to this conversation and no one that I've ever met in my entire career or and in my life, his name is somebody. True so, enough. The, so therefore, you've got to look at the positive. They can't be talking to me because my name is not somebody, not somebody. And so we're not going to quit. <laughs> somebody's and, not going to quit. Somebody's not going to quit. <laughs> I like that. That's good stuff. I mean, I, I won't even, uh, to save the, the listeners, I you know, the, the, uh, a nap, we won't go into the whole, your whole military career and everything like that, as respectable, I'm sure, as it may be. Um, what I would like for you to do is make a comparison. What, from what you've learned in your career, at the end of the day, whether they win or they lose, what can the guys take away from this? What, what would be your message to them if they win? What would be your message to them if they lose? Well, first, I, I want to make sure I uh, give a little shout out to the folks at Party Poker and Match do. Room. Yes, please do. Party Poker and Match Room, under the guidance of Barry Hearn, have 22 years together put together a program to honor Willie Moscone. The very fact of what this competition represents, it gives credence to inspire young individuals to want this to be their ultimate goal in the billiard profession. And it has become that. Yes. And isn't it amazing that only 41 individuals have been chosen to compete to ever play, right? And 22 years to play in this in this match. That's true. And it, and we're talking about a very select group of individuals That's right. who their entire lives the later years kids that are playing today all of them, both teams, Watch have inspired that. watching yes. it grow, and this is what they wanted to be. This is their goal that and they've had since they were a kid. All right, so now they have the focus, okay? The focus is that they they know what they've got to do. Right. And so how do you inspire these guys? Well, you know, you're going to go in there, gentlemen, and you're going to do the best you can. You just got to see yourself making that last shot. You got to see yourself making every shot count, just like you've done countless times. That's right. Competition after competition right. after competition, this is that same moment that you were living then. Yes. And any mis any slight mistake, the other team is going to capitalize. It's just a given because of the level of professionalism. That's right. High level play. But remember, <clears throat> never put your head down because you have achieved becoming the member on the Moscone Cup team. That's right. I like to give you an example about accomplishment and someone meeting a goal and I like to give the example of uh, members that are on the US Olympic team for example in any one competition you have individuals from all different countries competing right and they're only competing for three medals that means everybody else doesn't get a medal that's right and yet these same individuals are at the top of their field they be maybe separated by fractions of a second, but their mental attitude and what they've learned and what they persevere through, their determination, their motivation, their focus, 
their drive makes them a winner because they are Olympians. And I asked this question, one given sport, the mile run. You have different heats in which guys are running, and they're not running against each other, they're running against that clock. And when we get down to the last heat, that's when they are running against the individual. And believe it or not, they're still running against the clock because everyone is trying to beat the Olympic record and world record. That's right. right. Now, isn't it amazing as, as fast as these guys are, as they, as they go around for the last lap, they start stringing out? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, you know what the first guy's thinking. <laughs> but what is, this, what is the guy at the very end thinking? You know what he's thinking? He's not thinking about he's, that he's losing. He's not thinking anything negative. He's thinking, I'm here. I accomplished to become Olympian. And that's what he's got to go home with. And that's what he's got to be the most proud of. You were there. You made it. That's right. The guy in the Navy SEAL training that can do the time runs two minutes ahead of everybody else. And the guy who barely crosses the finish line with the same, with, with making the time on those, on, those, on those runs. When he gets to the end of, end of training and graduation, you know what they call the guy that came in first place and the guy that came... In, in, in the last, last place, place, they call him a U.S. Navy SEAL. That's right. Every chain has a weakest link. But yet, the weakest link sometimes has the strength that others don't have. And that's what makes a team. That's and true. that's where it all comes into play. And every player here, no matter who you are that plays in the world, you have some weaknesses. But when you're playing on a team, then you start learning and you can apply those that's to right. technology. That's right. And if those fans that had a chance to see Shane play with with uh, Skyler mm-hmm. you, I saw the mentor and the mentee and and Skyler is as professional as he is as qualified as positive attitude he was still learning from the from the from the master himself and I was inspired just by seeing the interaction between the two individuals yes. so at the end of today Everybody's going to hold their head high on the United States team, no matter what, because we are a team. And we're here to do one thing, and that is to represent this sport, this country, in the most professional, the best sportsmanship manner that you can. Because it's about sportsmanship. It's about representing your country. And, yes, you might win, but you're all winners right now. And that's how I look at it. And we're we're going to have a great, great competition today. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Amir, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. You better get in there so you don't miss any of the action. It's a privilege, and thank you very much. It's an honor to have to meet you, Mr. Bond. All right. I will tell you that my friend, I will tell you about my friend, he will say to you, he will say it's, I must ask you a question, but I will save it for later. Save it for later. My name is Bond, James Bond. (laughs) All right. You take care. We'll talk to you again soon, I'm sure. Thank you.